The good thing about a podcast is it's there and people can listen to it. They can listen on any platform. We didn't like write a book and now they're all in our garage. That would be the worst part, I think. Don't you think? I would not be able to keep them in my garage. I'd have to put my books in your garage. Yeah, no, me too. I would burn them or something. You can it put your be, books in my garage and I'd be like, loser. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Every time I saw them. It's ridiculous. No, we had a lot of good pe- uh, people talk to us. People let us know it went good. We had two really, really good fans. No, it's it goes without question that we have two tug of more super fans. Super fans. They let us know what went good and... Yep what went bad and that we should keep going they did that we shouldn't they quit. sent encouragement critique and evaluation in the best way and they're our moms that's right brenda, brenda, brenda and vicky they 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 let us know they loved us they were proud of us they listened to all three episodes all at once yep and then they also told us some things we could change and fix to help which is good hey no listen. one else told me things to change or fix no the more people who love you and will That's speak right. truth to you, the better you're gonna be. What's the Bible say? It says that uh, uh, kisses, kisses from, from an enemy, enemy cannot be trusted, but that correction from a friend is something. Wo- Man, wounds I'm, from a friend can be trusted. Thank you, Pastor, because I was what, epically <laughs> dropping that one. It's in Proverbs, I think. You know the reason that I had such a hard time even pulling that simple verse I've quoted 100 times? Why? Because I'm distracted. You're distracted. My brain is in, my body's here. Yeah. But my brain is in eight different places and that's hard no don't you think that anytime you like sit down you're ready to accomplish something great it never fails whether it's whether it's just like simple i want to spend some time with god right i'm gonna oh, get yeah, eight that, text messages oh yeah i'm trying to write a message a teaching a lesson some somebody's gonna call that yeah. i haven't talked to in three months yeah. and they're gonna need an answer right now for something yeah anytime you try to guard yep. time it gets hijacked by a distraction, Always. by something, yeah. Like you, just, you just gave the best list: text message, phone call, somebody has an emergency, the dog threw up in the living room. Right. There's always some weird, like crazy thing that's like, could the world just shut up for just, just like two hours so I can get some stuff done? Right. And so as we are pursuing more, right. As we feel this tug towards everything God has called us, one of the things that stops me in my track sometimes. Oops, I leaned, I, learned, I leaned away from the microphone. Lean, you have to lean E-Money, in. he told me I need to be, uh, I need to be transitioning Shit. with the microphone. We're learning. One of the things that is hard to get to more are all the things distracting us. Yeah, no. Let's talk about it. You got to keep your eye on the ball, man. Right. Keep your eye on the ball. But it's so easy to look at everybody. That's a baseball thing, right? You know, if you're batting, whoosh, you, gotta you gotta watch keep, the ball. You gotta watch the ball. You, you don't but it's easy to watch the people the in the stands and to watch the outfielder and look a bird, right. look a bird. Oh, look at this girl over here in the stands. Oh, they're selling popcorn. I want some popcorn. No, no, no. You're supposed to be swinging. Right. But you get distracted and you miss the pitch. No, it happens all the time. I think it can happen when you're guarding time. It can happen when you're stepping into a new season. It can happen when you're like preparing and planning for something because it tries to steal your attention. I think that's the biggest thing about distraction that frustrates me is that then my attention gets divided. I'm a girl. I'm a woman. And like, yeah, I don't know if you knew. And we are, it is said that we can multitask. That is said. You you can definitely multitask better than me. Yes, I think that's true. Oh, for sure. Be, and that's probably a gift God's given us because we're moms and wives and we do a lot of things. But however, uh, the priority of what we multitask can sometimes get messed up because of distractions. Okay, so you just said a word. 
that I think can help us navigate yep. distraction. Yep. And that's priority. Yes. Because a lot of times the things that are distracting us are still something we need to be doing. Right. Right. We still need to be fixing this or solving this or talking to this person. But where does it fall in the hierarchy of like right. that moments, that days, that season's right. responsibility? So as a leader all the time, I'll carve out time in my day to get tasks done that I need to get done. It never fails the moment I close the door. No one walked by for like an hour and a half. But the moment I close the door, the door knocks. Right. Yeah. And how then do I decide <laughs> that that person because I love people. Yeah, they're they are not as important in that moment. In that moment, as what I'm working on. And it's really hard. It's super hard. Hey, let me holler at you for five minutes. Right. Call out. What happens is is like for me, if I'm writing a message, right. I'm in the zone. Right. God's speaking to right. me. I'm putting content in. I'm pulling Bible verses, all the things, and then somebody one walks in and right. wants to talk, or my phone rings, or Rachel has a question. Yeah. And it's like it pulls you out yeah. of the zone and you're not able to be as productive. It's crazy. But here's a couple of areas where I've noticed I never budge from. And okay. so I want to know, why do I do this? Maybe do you do it? Okay. So I have a counseling appointment every other week. Yep. I never interrupt it no matter what. I know why. I what text else? my husband and I say it. Yeah, I know, I know the answer too, but I want to talk oh, about oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, if I go get a massage... Okay. Text my husband, my people that need to know, hey, I'm getting a massage, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to be able to answer you, right? And then I put my phone away and I don't look at it again, right? I, uh, uh, I go to a doctor's appointment, right? All these, please, I don't, I don't ever look at my phone. I don't allow distractions in those moments. Why? I think that you don't because you got to pay your counselor. Yep. You got to pay your masseuse. You okay. got to pay your doctor. Hmm. Good, good point. If I'm somewhere talking to my counselor, that joker is expensive as a mug. Absolutely it is. It's worth it. I'd pay double. It's valuable and it costs something. And so because I'm paying him and it's good for me, right. it's easy to say no. Right. But like if I'm in the middle of a message and it's only Wednesday and I know I got Thursday and Friday to finish the message up, what's it matter if I say no to this, but then I say yes to this? It doesn't actually cost me anything, but it does. Absolutely it does. It does cost me. Right. Do you know what it costs me? Time with your family. Rest. Yep. Peace. Right. Creativity. Yep. No, we it, talk about it, not it all only, the time. It not only costs me stuff, right. it costs our team stuff. Yep. Because now that I'm not getting the junk done the day I need to get it done, right. now I have some creative idea on Friday. Right. And then now I got Bailey making me graphics. Shout out to Bailey on Saturday right. when she, she should have the day off. Right. But she's helping me because I got distracted. So my distraction is now distracting her. Why don't we value it as much? Why don't we value our time and our energy and maybe our calling, the purpose, the tugs, the thing we're fighting for? Why don't we put as much value on it as we do these people we pay money to? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, no. Think, I think uh, maybe we haven't talked about it. You know, you got to, like we talked about on one of the other podcasts, you've got to pull the thing into the light. Yeah. You've got to become aware of what actually is happening. I think it's because our heart is to be a heart that serves. That's what I think it is. And so I want to, like people at Living Church work for me, but the truth is I work for them too. Right. And so well, if, and we if one of our team God. walks like that's in kind of what we're doing. Right. and they have a question, right. my answer is going to help them get more stuff done. Right. And so I, I pause me to help advance them. Right. 
No, I think, but it's not just for you as a pastor. I right, think right, as, right. as, as parents, we do that. As moms. As moms. You try to get the dishes time. or the laundry right. done and then someone wants to play Uno and, so and it's like, and I love my kids, so I want to play Uno. Right. What is the right priority? Yeah. No, it's a struggle. It's navigating the priority. It really is. I think that's a huge piece. And then putting the value on the, the task, the tool, the, the thing at hand, because priority is not just about what's important to everyone. I think that's where we struggle. You yeah. just said it. You struggle because they need the answer. That's a priority. Yeah. But, but for the house, for the overarching thing that we're doing, yeah. what's the value? What's the priority? No, that's a good question to be, to be asking. Distractions are going to happen. They're going to be. Like no matter what you do, whether you're a business owner yeah. or a mom or dad right. or a friend or whatever, distractions happen. Absolutely. I think that we have to ask, what are we going to do the moment the distraction hits? Right. What do we do How about long it? are we going to give to that distraction? Hmm. Yep. I got out uh, today uh, is Wednesday. And so I was sermon prepping at the house. And so I sat down in my chair, nine o'clock, ready to rock. I probably worked for 40 minutes and then a distraction came. I got a phone call about an issue, somebody needs my help. And unfortunately, I did not mitigate the distraction. Right. I really let it run my morning. Right. And so what do we do? Like, so the distraction shows up. Yeah. What do we do? What do we say to it? How right. do we, what do we do? No, I've learned for like, like I mentioned before, when I'm working on something and someone uh, comes in, I've learned that I have to speak to it at the top. So whether it's a phone oh, call I good. get from someone yeah. or whether it's someone that's come in, I have to speak to it when they say, hey, can I, can I have a minute? Hey, I have to say, you can have two minutes and I have to get back to this. Yeah. Or actually, no, I can talk to you in 30, 45 minutes or hey, we can schedule a meeting for tomorrow at this time. Yeah. Because if I don't, what happens is the distraction will pull me in. And yeah. if I haven't predetermined it, I'm stuck in it. That's great wisdom and it's really hard to do. It's super hard to I do. I do it all the time where somebody will want to ask me something or want me to call them or want me to email them or whatever right then. Yeah. And then you have to say, hey, I'm going to, but I'm locked in on this thing. Yeah. Uh, give me an hour. The reason we don't want to do that is because we're afraid of what it's making the other person feel. Yep. This is why. And so you and I can do it to each other all the time. Because we're yes. close in relationship, we understand each other. We understand the and weight we do of it, what we each do other it aggressively. Are yeah, like absolutely. if I'm, I'm if I'm working on something, when he comes in, I literally say, "I can't right now." Right. So all I, it's not even nice. No. And you know, and I don't, and, and I'm not offended, and I'm yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Okay, but we do it to other people. But we do it to other people maybe because we don't we don't trust the value that that they. Uh, I'm not saying it right. Maybe we don't put enough value on who we are to those people. Yeah. So like. If you're the boss and they say, uh, hey, I need some time, but you're like, no, in this organization structurally, I have to get this thing done before I can talk to you. Yeah. You don't want to hurt them and you don't want to come across as arrogant yeah. or as you're not on the boss, you're not important. Right. But the truth is the value is they respect you. Yeah. And I'm learning what I'm learning through like my massive failure is that they'll actually respect it more in the future if I'll speak to it at the top. Yeah. This is something that we talked about with our staff here at Living Church. Yeah. I think we've gotten better. 
No, but we're it. still struggling in it because of our love for people. Yeah, but one thing that we told everybody that we needed to start intentionally doing is batching. Yeah, yeah. It's batching. So here's what a batch looks like. If I have, well, let's not use me. If Bailey has a couple things right. that she needs to ask me, right? instead of trying to grab five minutes from me three times, she's gonna batch those and say, send me an email or text me or come and say, hey, I've got three things we need to talk about yeah. and knock all three or five or 15 of those out right. at once instead of them being a bunch of random scatter shots. Right. So I'll, I wanna talk to anybody if I know what we're talking about and it's efficient. Correct. Now the reason we had to do that is because we are growing. Yes. So part of the tug intention of more is that there's always a new level Yeah. And we say it brings a new devil, but it's yeah. true. It brings new problems. Yeah. So if you're in a season and you didn't have struggles before with distraction, but suddenly you find yourself, it could be because you're growing and you need to reassess the yeah. the, the strategy yeah. and the plan for yeah. how you're doing Growth, it. expansion, something new, right. adding something. It always adds a new layer of problem. Right. More money, more problems. Right. There's another distraction. Um, and so it's kind of a good thing. No, it is. But we just have to learn how to navigate it or else it will pull you back to where you were. Right. It won't let you get to where you want to go. Yeah, it feels like that when you gain ground in that game of tug of war that you're like, you're gaining the ground, but if you're not careful to just keep going, you'll get pulled back. And so we had to learn, teach our team to batch. Yeah. Then we had to prioritize which meetings we needed to be in, which yeah. meetings could be emails. And how long the meetings needed to be. And how long they could be. Your husband, Aaron, uh, he manages three Fort Worth airports. Yeah. So he's like big boss man. And I was talking to Aaron about some of my time, man this is a couple of years ago, about some of my time management stuff and about how many meetings and conversations I had. And he said something to me that in the moment was like a bucket of cold water. He said, well, then you need to start having 15 minute meetings. I'm like what? He said, oh yeah, I met with, and he tells me like the name of a multi-millionaire business owner that he met with them and he gave them, he gave them seven minutes. And I'm like, dude, every time I talk to somebody, I'm scheduling an hour. Right. Somebody in the church wants to talk to me. They need right. counseling. There's a life group thing. There's a this, they were launching a discipleship class. In my brain, it feels like everything needs to be an hour. You don't know right. why? How are you? Right. What's going on? Let's How are you together. feeling? Right. How are your kids? Do you want to go to get coffee or should we meet at the church? Right. But Aaron told me that, and so it's helped me shift into, let's nail it, man. Right. Let's like knock this puppy out so that yep. I can keep moving. Yep. Now, Ian, oh, go. No, you go, because I've got like a other, another direction. Well, maybe it's the same, I don't okay. know. No, but then in it, so for our team, like we've had to teach them, but then also you better come with an agenda. You better come with a plan. Go there. Let's not go into, uh, we as leaders of, of the organization can't always be the ones building the agenda. Right. So we have a meeting that we host every week. And in that we create the agenda because we have stuff we want to handle and we want them to know. Right. But if they're scheduling a meeting with us, we need them to come with the agenda because right. they are working for us. They need to give us the tasks and the things, yeah. the, the questions they have for us. Like you mentioned, the batch list of things they wanted to pop in and ask yeah. about, but they yeah. waited. Yeah. So bring an agenda with you and be prepared. But then as a leader, don't be afraid to tell your team that's what you need from them. No, dude, that, and that's been a game changer Huge. for us because it felt like I was walking into all these conversations and I was trying to think about, okay, what do we need to talk about? Yeah. No. 
if people are if, if people are in charge of a department, yeah. if they're over youth or over adult ministries or yeah. over facilities or over whatever, they'd know that area better than I do. Yeah. They're coming to me for direction, help, wisdom, budget. Right. And so if they have an agenda they can bring, it helps the conversation be on track. And I'm you I always have two to three talking points right. of some other things that right. they don't have on their agenda. But when they come with a plan, it streamlines the whole thing. It gets thing. it done faster. What if someone says, yeah, but pastor, my employees are not like that. That's not how they function. That's not how they thrive. What do you pay them for? Right. Who's the leader? Like we, we have to, in our organizations, we have to get to a point where we're not hiring doers, but we're hiring leaders. We're yeah. hiring thinkers. And so. Yeah, but they like to talk and they really need some time for me and some energy and love for me. So cut it in half. Cut it in half. My wife and I, uh, we balance our budget at a different time that we uh, are intimate together. That's probably how, a good idea. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> P, how PG I should be on the podcast. No, it's but, but it's good. we're right. not in the bedroom and talking about the bills. No, why? Because that would totally change. That's what I'm both talking about. Dynamics of both circumstances. So in leadership, <laughs> right? Maybe we should be talking about working on the organization yeah. and be talking about people's kids being going to visit the doctor and they need to get new tires on their car in separate conversations. Yeah. No, but we have to schedule both. Yeah. And, and if so, they have the right heart, they're the right person for the team. Yeah. They'll just, yeah. No, today, this morning, I had a meeting with one of our team who, uh, for a long time, loved to talk, always would talk for a long time. Our meetings would last very long. Yeah. Uh, his name is Parker and he knows. Oh so, <laughs> yeah. We love Parker. <laughs> and so over a season I've taught him, I need a list. I need yeah. a list. I need a list. And this morning we had a meeting and I was so proud of him. He He's walked in, he came in and he said, Hey pastor, I'm not going to preface anything I say, Good. and I'm going to read you this list. Yeah. And we walked through it. He read me the list. It went so fast. Yeah. And so I think that it can be done. It can. It just takes intentionality. It takes intentionality. It takes some time. And you've got of to course. talk about it and help people learn how to think. Yep. Helping. No, if absolutely. you're the, if you're the leader, this is true for moms and dads. Yeah. This is true for anybody. Right. Helping people learn how to think is the most important thing. Hmm. We have to give them the tools to understand. Okay. I need to start. We call it cradle to grave. Right. On Sunday, we call it from, uh, from street to seat. Right. That we need to think through the whole process. Right of what's happening and then we can figure out if you believe there's more you gotta ask what's next right we talk about it all the time no that's what i was gonna ask okay <laughs> that's a whole other topic no it is that we need to do but it's good yes in distraction okay let's go back so to distraction. we've talked about how we are distracted by external things right but the truth is we're also distracted by internal things yep so let's just get real okay can you hear if i scratch my beard in the mic <laughs> I don't know. The are new to this. I know. I'm like, so don't sneeze. Don't sneeze. Okay. So, uh, when we, we talked about this in the last, we talked about this in the last podcast. Yes. <laughs> what? I just know now that they can cut stuff out. And so, so now you're like, Oh, well, no, I'm not going to go crazy with it. Okay. We talked in the last, <laughs> just leave it in. Just leave it, leave it. We, we talked in the last podcast. No, now I forgot what I was even going to say. Wait, what are you talking about? Internal distraction. Oh, oh, oh. We, <laughs> so we talked in the last podcast about how for years I had to buy and sell cars yeah. to pay our bills yeah. and made a lot of money in the process. Right. Like as I got good at it right. and as I networked and all the things, I started actually doing really well mm -hmm. and then stepped into 
senior leader position. Right. And then the church started to grow. Right. And so I could actually, our directors actually started paying me so a that I could, wage, a right. real wage. So I didn't have to have right. all these multiple side hustles. So you be focused. But there was a problem. Yeah. The problem is, is that I kind of liked the chase. Right. I liked the chase of finding a car that was a deal and going and buying it and putting it on the trailer and fixing it and selling it and doing the money dance after I made some money for selling it for yeah. more money. I liked that. And so for two years? Maybe, not that long. 18 months? Yeah. Even though I was now, even though I now didn't need to buy and sell cars. You didn't, it wasn't a requirement of your living. I just kept doing it. Right. I don't know if I was addicted. I don't know if it was just habit. I don't know if it was fear. Right. That like I've been paying my way for 20 years of ministry. I have yeah. to keep doing this. But I kept buying and selling cars and they kept being a distraction to me. Yeah. Because I'm on the phone with somebody. I'm calling the parts guy. I'm going home early to work on something. And so it came with like a literal intervention from my friends to stop yeah. buying and selling cars. Right. No, right. That was an internal distraction. Yeah. I remember there was a uh, a uh, 1978 Jeep CJ7, bright orange, lifted V8 that I bought yeah. to flip. I remember. And so I flipped it and sold it to this guy. I made a couple thousand dollars and, uh, and it turned into a nightmare. Right. The he guy, was messaging well, you. Well, the, the dude, the, the dude yeah, drove him for three months right. and blew the motor up because right. he was an idiot. Right. But he blew the motor up. Then he starts calling me. He starts emailing people in the church. Yeah. He starts emailing people that I'm on social media with yeah. and starts telling them, this guy ripped me off. It turned into a huge distraction, yeah. almost a lawsuit. Right. Met him in a parking lot, mean mugged him a little bit, gave him some money back. and Made we him take a picture with you and the money. It was stuff. sketch. No, it was, it was bad. Sketch. I remember. And it was a major distraction. But guess whose fault it was? Your own? It was my own fault. Right. It was not an employee knocking on my office door. Right. It was not the dog throwing up on the carpet. No, it's true. It was my own, it was my own immaturity yeah. uh, that was bringing this distraction in. No, but I, th I, I think that you, what you just talked about was an old habit, like an old yeah. way of doing life. For you, it probably also was a way that you released some stress and oh, some tension. Sure. Yeah. You and I both, even though we love people, we're, we very much recharge on our own, like one-on-one yeah. -on -one, or on our alone time yeah. with God. And so like for you, it was a time where you spent time with God. And so sometimes we step into new seasons and we have to find new ways to right to release some tension and stress. Yeah. And I think that that was the big real struggle for where it was for you in yeah, that season. Because for me, man, um, walking and like window shopping for me was a thing for a long time that I would do just to relieve tension and stress in old jobs that I had. But when I stepped here into ministry, if I wasn't careful, I would find myself wasting time going on a walk sometime and like do it. And it was like, no, focus in and then do your, uh, do your, quiet time, another time. Yeah. So we have to be intentional with our priority. Yeah. So I don't think it's always, um, man, yes, that one turned into like a turmoil, Yeah. but it could just be there's the just, simple habit you have there's just that's distractions. distracting you and causing you to then be panicked because you didn't get your message done, right. but then be panicked because I still have all this other work to do, right? Yes. And it messes us up. It messes us up. We get distracted by things and we know it's coming. Right. So like, 
uh, if I'm message prepping and I'm kind of looking for content, yeah. one of the things that I'll do is if I'm pre like this week, I'm about to preach on Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Okay. And so what do I do to just, I know the story. I've heard the story from my whole life, but what do I do to get a fresh perspective? Sometimes I'll go to YouTube and I'll type in Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, which took me a while to figure out how to spell all their names. And then I'll write sermon right. and I'll search it. Right. And I'll just see who's out there, what's out there. I'll click through some different stuff and try to get some content in. But you know what happens every time I open YouTube? Every time there's this perfectly manicured video options that are algorithmed to me. So another CJ7 might be in there? Yes. Oh, <laughs> good God. It's all kind of monster trucks and bonfires and guns. It has and, nothing to do with barbecue. Right. It has nothing all kinds to of do things. with the, the story of the Bible that you're and studying. So, and so now right. when I go into a sermon prep and I open YouTube, no, I literally tell myself, don't look at it. Right. Type in the search, and I don't care how good one of those videos are. There could be a video that says, win a free monster truck ride with Bishop <laughs> T.D. Jakes. Whoa! And if that video is there, I'm still not going to click it. I don't know, bro. That one might be that one. That one might give me. No, I think that's a great... So what you're saying is we have to first establish our priorities, yep. and then we have to put up some what? Parameters? Yeah, parameters, barriers, guardrails. Uh, blinders awarenesses right. of like of like man if i open this i'm going to see this video and i'm going to click it and that turns into a 15 minute right. rabbit hole right no it's like a predetermined decision the the problem of distraction is it leads to procrastination no it's true and then we put it off and then we have more internal distraction yeah because when you know there's stuff you've got to get done you can't be anywhere that you are that to me at least i can't right I can't be where I'm supposed to be when I know that I've got something else that's more pressing. I'm not all the way there. Yeah. Even if I'm 80%. Right. There would be times that you and I will be in a meeting yeah. and we'll be like, hello? Are you here? Like, are you are you with us? Right. And sometimes we text, like if we're in a staff meeting or something, and we'll be like, sorry, I've got an issue. Right. Run it. Right. And I'm like, okay. Or vice versa. Right. Usually you'll say, you good? Yeah. Like, because it's like, what's going on? But it's because... The, the distraction has now taken over my brain, either here or here, one or the other, either in the thing I'm in, I'm now fully distracted from what I was doing, or uh, I, I can't be where I am because the distraction is trying to play over here in my head. We got to deal with it. Deal with it. So we talked about external distractions. Right. We've talked about internal distractions. Right. What about like, let's go super spiritual. Uh-oh. Okay. What about, no, these are real. What about the devil? No. The devil. Okay, let's talk about it. What if what if the devil doesn't only mess with us through sin? No, I believe this very strongly. The devil the devil doesn't isn't only trying to mess with you through porn and drugs right. and booze right. and getting in fights with people. Right. No, it's true. The devil might be trying to ruin your ministry by by distraction. By making you mad, frustrated, by busy. By, yeah. Uh, so overwhelmed. Yep. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Last Thursday, we had a, a baptism class. And okay. I'm, I love it. It's one of my favorite things I get to do is help lead this baptism class and hear the testimonies because everybody in those class classes shares the story of what God's doing in their life. Yeah. I get super excited. I love it. I'm so happy. Right. And, and it never fails that that day beforehand, something tries to make me frustrated. Yeah. And so I don't even know if you know this, but it was raining that day. Yeah. 
And I got in my car and I'm like, I'm just gonna go grab some dinner, come right back. Mm -hmm. I get in my car, my windshield to my car is leaking. Your new car? My new car, the inside. Yeah, someone wasn't on the Carfax anyway, but my inside of my windshield is dripping water down yeah. the whole time. Absurd. Yeah. Like I'm a call. I already did. I got an yeah. appointment. They're fixing it tomorrow. No, but those but things. In that moment, I was so frustrated. Yeah, yeah. That by the time I got back, now because I understand that the enemy does this to me, I I did handle it better this yeah, time yeah, than normal. You're aware. But in the past, that would have made me so distracted yeah. that I wouldn't have even led the top of the meeting well. Because right. I would have been just thinking, Flustered. oh my gosh, I got to fix this and there's water in my car and it's going to get mold and it's going to ruin the electric and what's going to happen. But when you realize yes. that this thing is a tactic right. to bring distraction, right. it helps you say, shut up, devil. Right. Shut up, shut devil. up. And in fact, that's what I did. That's yeah. a phrase we say uh, around Living We've Church got a, on a ton. T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. And so we walked in and like, it's raining, all the things. And I'm like, y'all are incredible for, for being here. You know what? The devil, he tries to distract us. And I just told him what was up. We yeah. all laughed. And yeah. what's funny was multiple people in the room had had distractions that day too. Yeah. It's to try to keep them from coming to that class yeah. and meeting. The, the, sometimes the worst two weeks of the year are yep. the two weeks leading up to Easter. A- a- absolutely. There's always transmissions broke. There's always like our washer and dryer quit working. Right. There's always someone sick in the house. Every time, man, every, every stinking time there's something that happened. I uh, have started, I've been working out trying to get my health back for yeah. like a year. Yeah. And, uh, and so my trainer and I were talking and so we were going to do this like 21 day big dietary focus and mm-hmm. add more cardio and all the things. And then on Monday night, so Monday was the day we're starting this right. three week thing. Monday night, I'm out in the front yard with Titus playing with an RC yes. car. He got a new one. And that joker drove that thing full speed into my foot, and now my foot's all bloody. Right. Cut up, three big cuts, blood all over my foot. And I'm looking at my foot, and I'm not even mad about my foot. Right. I'm mad about what my hurt foot is going to cause my plan to not happen. Right. I feel this tug towards more. Right. That I'm going to take it up in this new level. I'm going to step into this new thing. And then I've never had a bloody foot like that. No, it's absurd. Boom. Bloody foot. Right. Why? To, to try to stop me. So you know what I did? I taped that joker up and worked anyways. Yeah, of course you did. God will heal my foot. Right. It's, it's okay. fine. I'm not right. going to, I'm not going to fall off because right. of the distraction. No. And we can't allow it, allow it to happen. And so we have to plan a, a strategy of attack against yeah. those things. Yeah. That's what I think. It's being aware of what the distractions are. Right. Grabbing a hold of it. Yeah. Right. Capture your thoughts. Right. You know, the Bible says that we can capture our thoughts. Absolutely. We're allowed, we're in charge of what's in our head. We cannot allow terroristic thoughts to just run around our brain and start bombing stuff. We are in charge. No. We have to set up security in our brain to not let these thoughts run around. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Identify it and kick it out. Get it out of here. And then, and then stay, stay on track and, and focus. Yeah. And so we build a plan to help ourselves not be distracted. We value it, we prioritize it. And hopefully uh, then we learn that though we're gonna continue to have distractions, that's life. Yeah. But they're gonna get less and less right. in the things that we discipline ourselves to actually step into more. It's good. Right? Man, super, super good. good. I think that was good. No, I, hope I feel less distracted now. We need to get a clock in here. I know. How so long that we, we know, been So that we know how long we've been talking. You know what's exciting? For us, I love talking oh, about too. stuff. And so I'll maybe talk we talk for 10 minutes. How long do we talk so far? 30-ish. 30-ish minutes. That's good. 
No, we're doing good. I think we did good. Maybe our moms will like this one. I wonder what they'll say. <laughs> I hope they'll probably <laughs> they'll call and talk to us for 45 minutes. What if our podcast is a distraction for someone? For someone? Yeah. Shut it off. Bye. <laughs>